0: This is the World in Brief from The Economist. Our top stories. Germany is expected to announce the dispatch of its Leopard tanks to Ukraine on Wednesday. Following much dithering and pressure from allies, America is similarly poised to send its Abrams tanks, according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. The U turn, which will also allow Poland and other countries to export their German made leopards, comes after NATO talks in Berlin on Tuesday. America's Justice Department and eight states, including California and New York, sued Google, alleging that it illegally dominates the online advertising market. They accused the tech giant of preventing publishers and advertisers from transacting over rival ad exchanges, among other anti-competitive practices. The lawsuit, the second federal antitrust case brought against Google, seeks to force the firm to divest several ad products. Documents with classified markings from Mike Pence's tenure as vice president in the Trump administration were found at his Indiana home. His aides conducted the search last week after news broke of President Joe Biden's document scandal. Mr. Pence had been unaware of their presence, said his lawyer. American prosecutors are investigating both Donald Trump and Mr. Biden for similar offenses. Ukraine's government removed senior officials amid various corruption scandals. On Monday, Ukraine's deputy infrastructure minister was detained for allegedly stealing $400,000 allocated for aid. The deputy head of Ukraine's presidential administration resigned after being criticized for his luxurious lifestyle. The deputy prosecutor general, who took a controversial holiday to Spain, was also dismissed. Former senior officials in Lebanon were charged with homicide and probable intent linked to the 2020 Beirut blast. Among the accused is Hassan Diab, who was prime minister at the time and resigned days after the disaster, which killed more than 200 people. Lebanese authorities had stalled the probe for a year. Pekka Havisto, Finland's foreign minister, said discussions with Turkey about Finland's and Sweden's bid to join NATO should be paused until the dust has settled. The comment came after Recep Tayyip Erdogan, Turkey's president, said on Monday that Sweden should not expect his support after members of far-right groups burned a Koran in front of Turkey's embassy in Sweden's capital last week. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, a maximalist metaverse action comedy, led the Academy Awards nominations with 11 nods. Behind it were Banshees of Inishirin, and Netflix's All Quiet on the Western Front with nine each. Three Asian actors from Everything Everywhere were nominated, as was Hong Chao for The Whale, setting a yearly record for actors of Asian descent. The ceremony is on March 12th. And fact of the day, 67%, the average adult literacy rate in sub-Saharan Africa, according to UNESCO, the UN's cultural agency. And now here's a deeper look at the day ahead. Ukraine to get leopard tanks Germany is performing what cavalry officers call a 180-degree pivot steer, i.e. spinning a battle tank around on the same spot to change direction. The government of Olaf Scholz has refused to give Ukraine any tanks or allow other countries to send their German-made ones, But in a speech to the Budenstag on Wednesday, the Chancellor will reportedly announce the dispatch of the Leopard 2, perhaps a company's worth, or about 14. To ease his angst, America may also grudgingly be sending its M1 Abrams tanks. Not a moment too soon. Western countries are rushing to build up Ukraine's armored forces for the next phase of the war, Dispatching hundreds of infantry fighting vehicles, including German ones. The omission of heavier main battle tanks, apart from 14 British Challenger II tanks, was glaring. The pity is that it took intense friendly fire at home and abroad to rattle Mr. Scholl's carapace hard enough to force him into a clanking Panzer Vende. Egypt's Unhappy Anniversary Twelve years ago, when tens of thousands of Egyptians gathered in Tahir Square in downtown Cairo to demand the removal of President Hosni Mubarak, they also chanted for food and freedom. Mr. Mubarak resigned, but for many of Egypt's 104 million citizens, life has become worse. Egypt's economy is in a dire state, with inflation pushing past 20%, and the Egyptian pound tumbling to an all-time low against the dollar this month. Food has become unaffordable for many. The price of chicken has more than doubled in the past year. Eggs have become a luxury. And Egyptians are no closer to freedom. There are 65,000 political prisoners in Egyptian jails, significantly more than under Mr. Mubarak. Many are held without trial and in miserable conditions. Despite growing disillusionment with the government of Abdel Fattah al-Sisi, who has been in power since 2014, it is unlikely that protests similar to those in 2011 will break out soon. The cost of living is high, but the cost of dissent remains higher. Tesla Hits Speed Bumps Tesla's easy ride hit the skids last year. In 2022, America's electric vehicle champion lost 70% of its market value. In January, the company missed market expectations for vehicle deliveries for the third quarter running. A growing gap between production and deliveries suggested sagging demand. Meanwhile, Tesla's Mercurial boss Elon Musk seemed preoccupied with his new toy, Twitter. All that is likely to shine through its quarterly results, which will be released on Wednesday. But the world's most valuable carmaker could yet stage a turnaround. To preserve market share, Tesla has slashed prices, sacrificing an estimated $7 billion in profits this year. In America, its basic models are now cheap enough to qualify for new government subsidies for domestic EVs that cost less than $55,000 and the growing availability of cheaper EVs made by both established competitors and startups inspired by Tesla may help build a new customer base for the firm's pricier models, especially in China. New Zealand's New Prime Minister Chris Hipkins will be sworn in as New Zealand's Prime Minister on Wednesday, less than a week after the surprise resignation of Jacinda Ardern, an ally of Ms. Ardern, Mr. Hipkins is something of a political utility man. Most recently, Minister of Education and Police, he has also served as Health Minister, from where he oversaw New Zealand's stringent response to COVID-19. Mr. Hipkins was the only candidate for the Premiership nominated by his Labour Party. Outside party ranks, Mr. Hipkins faces a bumpier ride. Labor is trailing the opposition National Party in polls as the cost of living spirals. He says he will tackle the pandemic of inflation and make the tax system fairer. He may also claw back support by ditching unpopular reforms pushed by Miss Ardern, including an expensive merger between the national television and radio broadcasters. If all that fails, Mr. Hipkin's term could be brief. New Zealand goes to the polls in October. Russia and the Downing of MH17 In November, a Dutch court convicted two Russians and a Ukrainian separatist in absentia for shooting down Malaysian Airlines flight MH17 over Ukraine in 2014, killing 298 mainly Dutch passengers and crew. On Wednesday, the European Court of Human Rights will decide whether it can hear a case charging the Russian state itself with responsibility for the attack. The case, brought by the Netherlands and Ukraine, hinges on whether Russia exercised control over the forces of the Donetsk People's Republic, DNR. Russia says the separatist mini-state in eastern Ukraine acted alone, that seems less plausible since the separatist states obediently let Russia annex them after invading Ukraine last year. In its November ruling, the Dutch court determined that Russia had overall control over the DNR and was thus involved in downing MH17. After hearing evidence such as an intercept of the DNR's then prime minister phoning Moscow and asking to speak to the boss. Daily Quiz Our baristas will serve you a new question each day this week. On Friday, your challenge is to give us all five answers and, as important, tell us the connecting theme. Email your responses and include mention of your home city and country by 1700 GMT on Friday to quizespresso at economist.com. We'll pick randomly from those with the right answers and crown one winner per continent on Saturday. Wednesday Which kids' TV show featured International Rescue, an organization run by the Tracy family? Tuesday What name for a gentle breeze derives from that of a Greek god? Finally, here's the quote of the day from Robert Burns, who was born on this day in 1759. Suspense is worse than disappointment.